0: Dry martini
1: Oui, monsieur
0: Wait Three measures of Gordon's One of vodka Half a measure of quinoa lily Shake it over rice And then add a thin slice of lemon peel Yes, sir musical that i'm supposed to be performing in right now but has obviously been postponed slash cancelled uh, they are attempting due to, to the apocalypse yes they are att- attempting to run zoom rehearsals what the, what yep there's one happening right now and what are you rehearsing received, for i don't fucking know we were ready to do the show four weeks ago when we didn't get to do the show i'm like yep that's fine Let's just come back in six months or whenever yeah. this blows over, do three weeks of rehearsals and put a show on. Yeah. It's very easy. It's not a hard show. Come on, guys. Just because the performance is a year away, let's keep it fresh. Let's keep it sharp. It's so fucking weird. So, like, I don't feel guilty at all for not going to the rehearsal tonight. <laughs> the Zoom but rehearsal. But he's just sent a message to everyone a little bit passive aggressive, man. So, tonight's turnout wasn't stellar. <laughs> <laughs> Please come to these Zoom meetings. <laughs> Zoom Hustles. <laughs> it's just so weird. Resumals. It's, it's not ISO no, great. Not. <laughs> no, It's not ISO great. You re, you're <laughs> really trying to make the Corona puns work, aren't you? It's going to work. They're ISO, well, great. <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah, I still out. can't
1: believe I hadn't heard corn Stream until... Corn the stream's time. good.
0: Hey, man. Hey, man. How you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you, how are you going? I'm doing alright. Yeah? I'm doing alright. You're back in the world? I've I've been in the world a couple of times now. You can move kinda of freely. More freely than before. More freely than before, yeah. It's been it's been it's Still been it's
1: go to a rehearsal or something. Nah,
0: can't do that. It's weird. It's weird. Zoom rehearsals. Just give up, you know? Well, don't give up. Just so trust that do. people are gonna be able to do what they need to do whence you return.
1: Yeah. Trust the people they're gonna have it within them.
0: Yeah. Because, like, gonna... if, if you believe that someone could do it to begin with, that same person, foreseeably, could do the exact same thing in eight months. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's the most annoying thing with all this coronavirus. People who are trying to, you know, like, maintain, you know, hope and that things can carry on in the face of it.
0: No. It's not gonna. Give the up. world The world is dying.
1: It's over. Mm-hmm. Let it go. mm <laughs> Anything you were into or that you valued, or
0: you enjoy. That's over. You had a relationship; it's not there anymore. That's over. No, that's over. You once had a family. That's... They don't know who you are. They they've forgotten.
1: All they can, all they know now is coronavirus statistics,
0: of which there are many. Of which there are many, and they change all of the time. But
1: you know what? You can still do. You can still watch Daniel Craig movies. <laughs> You bloody can. Hello everyone and welcome back to Craigcast. <laughs> That's not the title. That's no? not what we're calling. Welcome it. back to Crazy About Craig. Still. No. A-
0: welcome back to <laughs> Um uh, uh, oh. DC Extended Universe. That's what we're gonna go. Desperate for Daniel? That sounds a bit sexual. I'm it. Well, be- it's to- allowed to be sexual. Oh, He's a very sexual man.
1: I think we need to acknowledge straight off the bat that if we're going to watch the entirety of Daniel Craig's filmography and spend an unsettling amount of time talking about it,
0: <laughs> it's going to get sexual. Like he's, a, at, he's s- at several points, I, I picture it getting sexual. He's a
1: profoundly sexual being, mm-hmm. and that is a lot of his uh, screen presence. Blonde hair, blue eyes. Um, yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, we're still actually just exceptional thieves. Yeah, it's a podcast where Isaac and I review and rewrite movies. I'm Sam, and I am Isaac. But now we're doing our grand tour, working our way through the filmography of Daniel Craig. Episode two: the thing furthest since away from talking about coronavirus. Hit
0: first episode. Yes, since that in landed, which I don't think we introduced ourselves. No.
1: We didn't do that. We just into. kicked off. I didn't have any intro, and I still don't. As you can tell, I'm still I'm still
0: workshopping. And that's okay because that gives this a kind of raw, frenetic energy that people that people love gravitate and to. people can definitely listen to without being uncomfortable at all.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, no, didn't introduce it, but it doesn't matter. People picked it up on it eventually.
0: Obviously, I, I mean, it went further. and yeah, yep. We assume. I mean, I haven't put it out yet, but I imagine. <laughs> I imagine it will. Because it will come like a beacon
1: of light into the darkness of coronavirus. Like
0: Daniel Craig go, was into the darkness of my, maybe this film we watched. <laughs> yeah, a little bit.
1: Uh, so we watched The Power of One. We did. Had a great time. Glorious. Daniel Craig's second movie, three years later. So I'm intrigued to find out happened what happened and that gap. And I'm, I'm going to find out, Isaac. You know how? How? Google. I have ordered the Daniel Craig biography.
0: There is a Daniel Craig biography? Yep, yep. I'm Written sure... by? I forget. Damn Someone. It. So it's not an autobiography. No, it's a biography. I'm pretty... Some middle-aged woman. It's definitely a woman. I remember that. Has has
1: stayed in her home. I'm pretty sure it's called Daniel Craig, the biography. <laughs> so, <laughs> Wait, when was it published? Cutting straight to the chase there. It's published in like 2012 or 14. Oh, so... d- Mm. Going back a bit, so I'm not going to get go the last few years. She was early on the Craig. I want to find out about those 20s when he was doing drama school and stuff. I definitely mm. want to find out about this three-year gap between his stellar power of
0: one performance. Where I'm assuming ones. he played Phantom at least twice on the West End. Really? No. Oh. But I would like that to be a thing. I want him to have performed. He's got the right energy for it. Oh, he does. He's got the right energy for a lot of things. I could see. I don't him know if he's got the right energy for a lot of things. I think so. I think
1: he's got a really good energy for some things. (laughs) Like what we watched. And it's taken him a while to find those few things. But when he finds them, that's good. Mm. And over the next few weeks, we are going to be... Look, it's going to be a bit of a rocky start to this filmography podcast. I think
0: tonight's episode is going to be a rocky start.
1: Well, in terms of the watching of them, yes. But also in the finding of them. (laughs) So... Tonight, we watched A Kid in King Arthur's Court, the 1995 Disney classic, and I found that very hard to find. I almost gave up, and then I was able to rent it on iTunes, which I didn't know was possible. (laughs) It's the first thing I've ever rented, or I think even bought, on iTunes, and it cost me like five bucks. (laughs) And this is turning (laughs) into quite an expensive project. (laughs) Now, I'm very worried about... The next film on his filmography is called Obsession.
0: How many films are called Obsession? A, a lot. A lot. I would assume a, a lot. lot. A lot of films that are made by, like, uni students or small-town people who make movies would definitely be called Obsession. Yeah, look, I tried to get a bit ahead of the game here to
1: try to, you know, make sure I had a few films ahead of the ones we had to watch, because, you know... Once we get down the road a little way, then we're into, you know, your Tomb Raider, you wrote a petitioner, it was like that's the, all yeah. relatively easy. But getting through the nineties is a tough, a tough slog. And obsession I cannot find anywhere at all. It's not it's a Franco-German drama film <laughs> directed by Who Cares? and starring Daniel Craig. Starring? Yeah, he's the main character in it. Oh, then we have to see it. And it's from 1997. Yeah, I know. It has ironically become something of an obsession of mine to find (laughs) the movie obsession. It's not on any streaming services. It's not on Google Play. It's not on iTunes. What I've been doing for some of the other movies that are coming up in the 90s is I've had to buy DVDs off eBay Second hand from other people in Australia Jeez. who are selling them because it's got to be the right region if it's a DVD. So, and some of, and look, I'm over a $100 in the hole on this project already, just getting these random as shit Daniel Craig movies from the 90s. But Obsession is not anywhere. My own, my last call, unless anyone out there has it, like the DVD of Obsession is not on eBay. the internet. You can't purchase it. So, unless have A listener out there (laughs) has it, then we may just have to come back to it. We're gonna we're gonna have to skip his third movie unless I can find it very, very quickly. I've gone through lots of random, like just internet streaming movie websites, you know, I just have lots of and the problem with that is, as you said, obsession, very common name. And so when I type obsession into these So many films come up. Oh, just a lot of like really upsetting pornography Just lots and lots of pornographic films and some of these websites that i've never been to these websites before there's like just mainstream movies that are called obsession or true obsession or ultimate obsession or his obsession or her obsession or the obsession and then there's just some porn mixed in there and then it goes back to normal films again so i couldn't be like oh i'm through to the porn section i can stop looking now because I knew if I kept scrolling, it came back to real films with proper <laughs> actors in it. So I'm like, what if Daniel Craig's hidden on page 10? So that was a weird morning. Um, point being, didn't find it. Okay. But I do have the DVD of The Trench coming. And uh, the DVD of, I think, Hotel Splendid, whatever that is. That's, Ooh. that's on its way. Right. Is
0: it Spanish? Uh, don't think so. Still exciting. Nice, no, British. Jeez. Um, yeah. So I that's want, the only I want one. Him, I want him to just just get good, quick. Because once <laughs> it gets good, it gets real good. We 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 have we be able to find everything.
1: Yeah, but instead today we had to watch A Kid in King Arthur's Court. We got to watch
0: A Kid in King Arthur's Court. It's ninety minutes. I really felt it. <laughs> when it got to, I'd say, about 60 minutes, I thought it had been going for at least an hour and a half. Yeah. I remember
1: checking the time and seeing we weren't yet halfway through and being <laughs> like, oh boy. So this is a 1995 fantasy film uh, released by Walt Disney Pictures, uh, directed by Michael Gottlieb. Enough oh, said. Yeah. Nuff said. Um, you want to know what film Michael Gottlieb directed? I would love to. This was his last one.
0: Ah. Well, he retired
1: his on a fifth, high note. His fifth and last one. Uh, the other ones were called Mannequin, The Shrimp on the Barbie, Mannequin 2, colon On the Move. <laughs> <laughs> what? Actually, no, he, he just wrote that one. Uh, Mr. Nanny, Writer and Director. Oh. And then A Kid in King Arthur's Court. And then he transitioned to focusing mostly on video games. And he produced a lot of Mortal Kombat.
0: Well, and, you got to uh, find your niche. And, like, sometimes you explore places that you shouldn't. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. you leave um, yeah. things in those places that people will eventually want to watch. You leave, you leave evidence
1: that you were once there. Yeah. That people then find and regret finding. But you know what? He's in the mix. He's having fun. I like it. You know, there's a lot of energy in this film. I approve
0: of... There is a lot of energy. There's also a lot of not energy. There is
1: also a lot of lack of energy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: There's a lot of nothing. Yeah. Yeah. In fact,
1: I'd go so far as to say there isn't a lot of energy. (laughs) (laughs) Especially from people
0: who are supposed to be... Mm. um, I'll I'll say The, the lead character.
1: The driving force of the film. Yeah, yeah. So... (laughs) <laughs> it's based on the Mark Twain book story, a Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court, where a bloke from the 1880s gets sent back to King Arthur's Court. Wait,
0: is that actually a book slash yeah. short story? Yes,
1: yeah, so a Mark Twain story. It's been adapted loads of times. It's like, so the, the trope of American gets sent back to medieval times. Okay, so I thought that was a genre Twain. of
0: film that people really liked to do in the 90s and early 2000s. Well,
1: it is kind of. There were a bunch of adaptations before this. And then we, there was... the Whoopi Goldberg did one in the late 90s. Mm-hmm. And Martin Lawrence. Black Knight, mm-hmm. Martin Lawrence. I think, think that was the last one.
0: I hope that was the last one. Um, I know there was a sequel to that movie, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, what can I say? Um, so it's where... Uh, but in this... So in... In Mark Twain's version, it's an American who gets sent back and uses, like, American inventions and stuff. And, you know, it's it's sort of a send-up of the chivalric sort of mythology of that time. Mm -hmm. Here, they're like, what if it was a kid? And that's about as far as they went.
0: Yep, who had a backpack. He had a backpack. He had a backpack with everything a 1990s child Mm. could possibly want to have in a backpack.
1: That's one thing. Okay, so... Spoilers for a kid in King Arthur's Court. Don't watch it. Don't listen to this even. I mean don't we'll
0: probably ruin films for Don't a waste
1: bit. your time with connecting to this film at any point. But before you turn off, do just listen to what the tagline is for the poster of this movie. A kid in King Arthur's Court.
0: You ready? I'm I was born ready.
1: Joust do it. <laughs> 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 Just do it, Isaac. Do it. Just And there is it. And there is jousting in the movie. I don't know if Nike were involved. There's no product placement. Um,
0: but, so it stars... There is no product placement.
1: No. I
0: like that. Apart from Swiss Army Knives, I guess. But they, they don't get need a, the product placement. They don't need it. I mean, if They're there's any business secure. that will always be known, mm. it is the Swiss Army Knife.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're like Apple. They never advertise. Exactly. They don't need. No, that's to. not true. Apple do, don't they? Who doesn't advertise? Google. No, they advertise. Um, a big. Anyway, it's like that company that's so big. We
0: have we've forgotten it even exists because it never advertises. But it's always in our lives. It's just, the Illuminati. It's just imminent. Maybe yeah. every time you think about it, you forget about it. Yeah. So we all know. Yeah. But we always keep forgetting. This is very Doctor Who. I'm it is very Doctor Who.
1: Like, she has that big cockroach on her back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yuck. Um, starring uh, Thomas Ian Nicholas, as we know from the American Pie films. And nothing. And that's that's about it. Um, and then uh, a young, pre-famous Kate Winslet. Who did quite well.
0: Well, of course she one, did one, well. one of the small moments of... Um, Energy in the. Film. One of the small moments of watchableness was yeah. whenever Kate
1: Winslet was on screen doing something. Um, she played one of the princesses, so should, should we, I guess we should try and just work through the story of the.
0: Well, it's not going to take us long. Well, so there is a child. To be
1: honest, When I was watching it, I was trying to remember what the plot was as I watched it, and but as I think I said, there's so many scenes that it's so sort of jumpy and chopped up that it became. Very it to feels say where like a, narrative a film was
0: specifically going. made for people with ADD. Mm-hmm. Like, you get three minutes of something, and is then you that, move on to the next.
1: Is that children? Yes. Because I, I don't watch a lot of children's movies.
0: Well, like, there are Pixar, certain children's even. movies that are good. Like, E.T. E.T. is a great movie. Sure. But this... Like, ev- like as you said, every scene is about 90 seconds long. You get... A little bit of dialogue. The scene doesn't finish; it just moves on to the next one.
1: They end in very weird places. They do, Um, but I guess we we can give
0: the overview, which is that he's about to play baseball. He's in the third innings. Okay. Yeah. Of a a game of baseball, his whole team hates him. So do the other team, who all know him by name. Now, here's the, the my original problem with it was.
1: I felt like we saw him for about 10 seconds, mm-hmm. and then there's an earthquake, and he time travels through the earthquake, mm-hmm. um, and the guy, and the baseball coach, immediately says, earthquake quick. Like, he cut on immediately to what was going on. Yeah, as fun. soon as it wobbles. He's like, that guy knows an earthquake when he feels one. <laughs> and boom, we're back in medieval times. Yeah. And I thought, we're missing a lot of your standard time travel storytelling elements, which is... What is this guy's well, tension that he... Well, I think his what's tension What's his problem that he's going lo-
0: to overcome by going to medieval times? The, pro- the problem, that he, the only problem that he has Everyone is... Everyone hates him, even though he's he the best. He can't swing the bat at the ball, which is the main <laughs> element of the sport that he plays. And has clearly played for mm. a while, because he's not a child, he's like in his late teens. Well, he's a kid, mm. as per the title. He's a kid who...
1: In love with like a, a 20 year old or whatever, yeah, not weird, which
0: that's fine, that's fine, fine. It's olden days, you can do whatever you want, exactly. You do do whatever, whatever you want, but yeah, he so he can't play baseball. Everyone hates him, he strikes out, so justifiably so. Everyone's
1: like, You are shit at
0: baseball, mate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and why he, are you and even he, here? But he, he's still a part of the team, and he actually is shit at baseball. Uh, then earthquake strikes. Which makes the cage wobble a little bit. Everybody leaves the dugout and he goes back to grab his backpack.
1: But then he falls into the earthquake. Yep.
0: The earthquake that was caused by Merlin. Merlin. Now this
1: needs addressing because Merlin (laughs) is a kind of Merlin-y looking dude. It's really just like an old guy.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Whose face is in a
0: well. Uh Merlin never corporeally appears. No, Merlin's dead. The story said Merlin passed away several years ago. Really? Uh huh. And then, less than five minutes later, the princess—he's—he uh, the Tom, Thomas Ian—is chatting with the princess. And he's like, "I thought Merlin was dead," and she's like, "Not exactly." And they go to the well, and there's Merlin's face. So he's so Merlin's ghost. So Merlin's AI is in the well. Is in the well, and through the well. He is trying to
1: save Camelot by conjuring a hero to yeah. it. Yeah. Why do you think mm-hmm. they had Merlin be dead and in a well instead of
0: just being a, a character? Because um, they have a well and somebody like, it'd be great if there was a face in the well. And that's as far as the conversation went.
1: I think it must have been that that actor playing it. They thought, well, we really want this bloke. He's got 45 minutes. <laughs>
0: Just film film shoulders up. We'll, he, film, we'll find a way. He's like, I'd love to do it, lads. <laughs> he's just wearing a white t-shirt. <laughs> but I've got I've got a four o'clock. So if you want me to do it, we've got to do it right here. What are the lines? What are the lines? Where do you want me to pause? Let's do it. Because so much of the conversations between him and our hero are way too disjointed. Like, like just to that point where you know that the Merlin they thing are not was recorded well. once. He paused for a line and says the next bit but what's weird is the disjointed conversations that was the whole film I know as
1: well like I really think the whoever was in charge of editing the movie has to come in for quite a bit of criticism here <laughs> because every scene had those like just extra one or two seconds before each line was said that made that made and it feel very yeah. inorganic and very sort of stilted mm.
0: It's just because everything looked pretty good. The lighting was fine. The production the sets design was fine. Like good... costuming, it was
1: good. Yeah, they had good castles. And they they got... got horses. The yeah. armor and stuff all looks pretty good. They put a lot of money into it. They put a lot of money into that side of things, but then everything just felt kind of rushed. Very, yeah, sort of awkward and and jumpy as it ran along. Anyway, it's like
0: they've take they've done one take on every take.
1: Yes, it's, yeah. it is kind
0: of like that. Mm-hmm. And then they've just cut out all the times so they went, line? And someone told them the line was... <laughs> and they said the line. Oh, there's one scene. This is going to skip a bit of story, but I don't care. There's a scene between Kate there's Winslet and our Daniel Craig, where they're professing... Spoiler alert, Daniel love. Craig's only bloody in it, isn't there? Yeah. Where they're professing their love and that they can't be together. And that scene it feels like they're both on SNL reading key, like cue cards from behind the other person because it's just a side shot and you see both of their faces from the side as they talk at each other but it just feels like they're reading off cue cards behind the other person because no line like the, the it, there's no flow they have not rehearsed maybe they didn't have very much time maybe they are reading it it's quite Whether possible we that we they've have to been told their now. lines
1: that day um <laughs> so yeah when he goes back in time goes back in time but, I, but again like what's his thing like I didn't understand like I get that he's, he's shit at baseball but for me yeah if I was be- if I'm on a baseball team and I'm no good at baseball I'd be like I've got, I've got to get better at this or I've got to not be on the team like one or the other I
0: might just choose a place where I don't have to do much if there was an
1: earthquake and I fell into the earthquake and then I woke up in medieval times how good I am at baseball would rapidly fade from my mind. Like, that <laughs> conflict would not be an inner conflict that would then sort of persist with me through my new adventures. I'd be, you know what, that's a, that's a problem for another day. Let's deal with these problems now. Well, I think that's what he does. And I'll focus on baseball when I get back. But And I me, mean, I mean, in terms of, like, film
0: story, the character's thing... Is that he wears ...needs his to be something costume. that comes from modern day... <laughs>
1: Like oh, need There needs overcome. to be a problem
0: that he has to overcome, and but he, he can he, overcome that same problem. He learns something in in King Arthur's court yeah. that he then brings back. Well, he learns how to joust, and I mean that's definitely not yeah. needed for baseball. No, jousting is insane as well, as just it, partly. So I weird. cannot believe anyone ever did that. I don't. I don't know what, how that became a sport. No,
1: like how were there enough insane people around
0: yeah i guess people
1: used must have been a bit madder in the past i think
0: people just used to die a lot and they were very very used to people dying so yeah, yeah let's just watch it Like, maybe
1: i'll die mm.
0: but be especially awesome if I and I don't. like i think cuz jousting was mostly rich people rich people jousted sure the noblemen had their knights and those knights were the jousty people mhm and so Maybe you just, if you get angry with one of your friends, you're like, hey, man, you should just start anyone? jousting. <laughs> you, should, you should take up jousting. I think you'd be really you, good at anyone it. Anyone you don't like. I All think right. you would be really good at jousting.
1: And just do a long con on them. <laughs> oh, no, did he get his face whipped off? Well, who could have anticipated that from jousting?
0: Anyway. Man, who designed that armor? Moving on. I mean, his back looks really projected, but, but that chest is bare. <laughs> And he's wearing his
1: baseball outfit for most of the movie, spotlessly clean. And he gets to King Arthur's court. King Arthur's there. He's he's old and kind of useless. That actor's still alive, by the way. I know. He's in things every now and then. 92. Good on him. Now, here's something else I didn't understand, which is the point being that Camelot has kind of fallen into decay. Uh, Yes. And that King Arthur is not doing a very good job no more. And... The the reason Merlin has brought Count Tabasco or whatever it is Uh, Belasco, yeah, that's it. Played by Art Malik, who I know from Homeland. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is back when you could just have your bad guy be the only non-white person, and no one was like, maybe not. Everyone was like, yeah, makes sense. We're communicating to you that he's morally bankrupt by his different ethnicity. How are you not picking? (laughs) How are you not getting this? He's Pakistani. Of course we can't trust him. That'd be a good thing to clip out, wouldn't it? Maybe. <laughs> anyway, um, he does
0: yeah. great. He's doing proper acting. He does acting. okay. He does a does. King
1: Arthur's doing proper acting as well.
0: Moments of King Arthur is proper acting. He has some of the worst bits of script to say. They all have some of the worst bits of script. And then See, the script two... itself is some of the worst bits of script.
1: It is, it is really bad, isn't it? Yeah. It's very... It's very not funny.
0: It thinks it's and funny. And I think
1: it being fu- it, it puts a lot of weight on it itself being funny. It's like we this is going to be a funny film.
0: It feels it it's like it's it's like if you had a group of kids at a high school somewhere doing a play about King Arthur and they're writing all these jokes and they're all having the best time laughing mm-hmm. at each other's jokes and then they just put that in front of the school straight away. Yeah. And nobody understands anything they're saying. Yeah. That's what it is.
1: Yeah. But, like, really young kids. Yeah.
0: Or really old teachers putting a show together for kids to perform to other kids. Yeah. This is how kids sound. Let's say that. Yeah. And I don't like movies who have kid slang be a thing that you take back in time. Except right. Back to the Future, who handled it well. Because the only, the only word he said is heavy.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. like right, says just- like cool and stuff. Cool. Yeah. Ooh, that's hot. I'll never understand your language.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's weird. Yeah, in a way.
1: Although we're, but they're all just very tired tropes and stuff as well. Like yeah. there's really there's there's
0: nothing to it.
1: Anyway, <laughs> Kate Winslet's there, and she's obviously <laughs> doing great. Um, we should talk about Kate Winslet for a second. Though. Okay,
0: this is pre. Everything.
1: Well, yeah, almost. She has a very interesting career that I didn't really realize.
0: Well, I thought it was just like you start, then you go to Titanic. Yeah,
1: well, she kicks it off with Heavenly Creatures, and then I'll bring up the list here that I was looking at before because it's very interesting. Yeah, so there's Heavenly Creatures, something else, then this. This is two years away from Titanic.
0: It's so different. It's, it's she is so different in this film.
1: Yeah, and I don't know. In my mind, she sort of arrives in Titanic so sort of fully formed. Yeah. I've kind of imagined she was already a very, very well-established kind of leading lady. And she kind of is, but that's still a massive breakthrough for her. It's just a, it's a huge jump in terms of actual performance as well. Yeah, well, she, well she has Heavenly Creatures, Sense and Sensibility, this... Couple other things, and then she's in the biggest movie of all time. <laughs> and but then she doesn't really follow that up with anything that huge for quite a while until the holiday, because Jack Black. Well, next is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Really, is the next what? big thing. Then is Finding Neverland. Then you've got the holiday a few years later, and then it starts really picking up to like your sort of Oscar territory with The Reader and Revolutionary Road and now she can obviously do whatever she wants she's Kate Winslet she is
0: the Kate Winslet
1: but I feel, I feel like she it's interesting in a way that she's been Kate Winslet since Titanic but hasn't done Kate Winslet movies the whole time you know Mm-hmm. I understand where you're she, coming there's from there's been big gaps between sort of the landmark Kate Winslet movies but now, maybe
0: that's a Daniel Craig thing too maybe that's an actor thing Maybe that's just a thing about people's lives
1: Maybe if you're a really good actor, you intentionally only do your like landmark movies every so often
0: yeah and spend the rest of the time in the wilderness maybe that's why Tom Hanks does very few movies. All he does is come for landmark films.
1: does he Well Tom Hanks is the only person who's managed to boil his career down to just landmark films mm.
0: like he did a lot of stuff like, in the 80s and like there was there's a lot of Tom Hanks stuff yeah and then it's just like yep I've reached a point. Now I'm just going to do things that people are going to love. And people love all of them. Yeah, yeah. Has he had a dud? No. Has he? No. When was the last bad Tom Hanks movie? Uh, There's a house party one in like 1989. What? Exactly. There is no bad Tom Hanks movies.
1: Well, I mean, I'm on the record not liking Forrest Gump, but I'm saying it's a but bad But you movie. understand, I reckon, I
0: understand that so many people love it. And I recognize it. it. Yes, exactly, I'm yeah. not going to sit here and say. See, that it's people a, it's a bad who movie. are on the other front there are very capable actors who do terrible films on purpose, like John Travolta. I feel as though he's a very capable actor. You think yeah, he just does, does, does purpose? terrible films all the time? Yeah,
1: not not terrible films. The worst films. Mm hmm. Like,
0: the worst films. Correct. Except, see, but then there any are there, there, there are period. moments of goodness, like, within that. Like, Edna Turnblad in Hairspray, he's fantastic. Yes. Just but, little bits where he, where, he, where he does a great performance. It's like, but is, yes. Is that what any of us foresaw for John Travolta, though? No, but I wanted, it's just fantastic. But, like, I don't know, maybe that's the thing. Maybe Kate Winslet. Maybe didn't start the trend, but we can call it Kate Winslitting.
1: Maybe the Da Vinci Code movies.
0: You don't like the Da Vinci Code movies.
1: They're not they're landmarks. Not, they're not it. amazing. Like, they're definitely I like that the, it's
0: Tom I like that it's Tom Hanks. He elevates the material. <laughs>
1: yeah. But I don't think he elevates them to good films.
0: <laughs> I enjoy that it's not like some chiseled physiqued Dude pretending to be a college professor. Yeah. It's Tom Hanks, who you could very easily believe would be your college professor teaching languages.
1: I think they're the closest thing Tom Hanks gets to just having fun in movies. Like, they're his... (laughs) They're his takens, (laughs) He does the Da Vinci. He did three of those. Yeah. So far. Uh, There's one more book in that series, isn't there? (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) It's called Digital Fortress. Anyway... (laughs) It's set in Antarctica. So yeah, very interesting to see Kate Winslet in this. <laughs> um, and doing great. She's obviously she a very high caliber actor. Anytime yeah. she's on screen, everything is a million times better.
0: There, there are there are like several moments where she gets to be a good actress as well, which is yeah,
1: awesome. yeah. And there's a tournament, so
0: she. Oh oh oh! Another plot point at the start. He um, as he comes to Camelot for the first time, he leaves via the baseball dugout, and he arrives in midair above a fleeing knight who's just robbed the king. And this, this knight is referred to as the Black Knight. The kid lands on top of the Black Knight's horse, knocks the Black Knight to the ground, and retrieves the box that the Black Knight had stolen. And the Black Knight flees into the distance, and the kid is then caught by the king eventually and thanked for... Saving the whatever was saved.
1: And what was in the box?
0: Uh, I think it was just money. Just money. Okay. Yeah, they, right. they 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 didn't mention what was in the box at okay. all. They were just what thankful happened? for the. Kid. So
1: that's how he gains entree.
0: That's how he gains into... court. Yes. Um, and and he is challenged to a duel by Jafar. Jaf- yep. By Jafar, and he Malik. has to choose a weapon, which is not stated to him. He just decides oh, I have to choose a weapon to fight you. Yeah. His weapon of choice is a Walkman that he plays rock and roll music through. Discman. Through his Discman. Um, he plays rock and roll music through a couple of horns um, and it blasts. Yeah, how through. does he do that? Well, he puts his headphones, which are earphones, yeah. into little into blowhorns. Or well,
1: like. Antler horn, and so they
0: reverberate the sound and make rock music happen.
1: See what are people thinking when they come up with an idea like that? Does one of the okay? So
0: rock music would definitely protect you from a duel where you could get stabbed. So (laughs) (laughs) that's what they're thinking. Look, there's that whole side of it.
1: There's guys. We've set up this as a duel, and I don't think music would really work as a weapon. And then they go, okay, sure, but what if it did? But then also, obviously, putting earphones in
0: like a that, tube... It will make it a little bit it... louder. It but won't they make are... it, like, blasting loud. But, you know, just earphones, earphones are famously very quiet. <laughs> that's the whole conceit of the earphones. Yeah, but that's what the horns do. They like, reverberate that sound. I just sound. don't
1: understand how people come up with this kind of stuff and see that it's so far away from <laughs> anything, like, even approaching... Not, I'm not talking about reality, because I get it's a fantasy movie, but just making sense. They go, you yeah. know what?
0: Bugger it. Just put it in there. We've only got another hour left to shoot this film. I enjoy, though, that he is challenged to the duel by Jafar, and Jafar says, I'm going to kill you, like, says these words... The kid plays rock music and everyone forgets that Jafar just wanted to kill him. And they move on with their lives. See, saying, it's smart. That you won this duel. Sweet, sit down. Just distract. Just change the narrative. You yep. know, change the narrative from we're dueling to what What about rock music, though? On that subject, he got his um, Discman from his backpack, which proceeds to have thousands of possible things inside of it. Yeah, now the backpack. Note, one shouldering it the whole time. For most...
1: Until the end. Shelbyville style. Mm. What... The other thing you would need to do is...
0: Establish what is in the bag. See, I would do that before he goes to his baseball match. Yeah. He packs his bag and he chooses Mm. certain items from his bedroom. And these things are somehow... And they somehow save his life. A part of his character as well. It'd be something like he's a boy scout. Oh, that'd be
1: so good. So the boy scout is always prepared. Mm -hmm. but. The boy scout isn't good at sports, that's a slightly different ethic, so he's good at all this stuff. But he's see, not that,
0: good at that if you do that, you have to have a 20 25 minute and it would just be something opening.
1: That, well, not wrong, explain why he's to. chosen
0: these items for his backpack, but why he's going on a baseball.
1: Scout is, is scout is always prepared, that's their motto, blah mm-hmm. blah blah. But then what he learns going back in time is that sometimes you just need to be brave and in the moment and. Come up with a plan on the fly, and you and use your skills and, and just come through. You can't be you can't be prepared for everything.
0: You can't be prepared for everything. See how easy that was to write a a nice moral for a character. Like,
1: and that's why because he pulls a Swiss Army knife out of that bag. He pulls point. a pair of rollerblades. He doesn't just pull a Swiss Army knife out of it. He pulls a Swiss Army knife out, it, Army knife out and is immediately able to pick locks. <laughs> like he keeps just getting. <laughs> but the, new when skills. he picks the lock, he's like, "Cool, yeah." <laughs> <Is> that-
0: <laughs> Cool. keeps so
1: finding things and then he just talks into his headset to tank. And he's like, tell me how to pick locks. And then he goes
0: and does it. Tell me how to fly a helicopter. Imagine if the matrix was a medieval matrix force coming out soon. We should they... do that. Like Westworld style. Where they should... other oh, Matrixes. That would be so good. Um, that would be so good. He pulls out rollerblades and, and he gets blades, a bloke in town
1: to make more rollerblades. Yeah,
0: he goes to the blacksmith and says, I need you to make this. And he holds them up very close to camera. And those wheels look just plastic. Oh, the new ones that were made are actual rubber wheels that are made for cool. a rollerblade. <laughs> and I He don't gets know how that bloke
1: get to make him a bike.
0: In, yeah, anyway, a bike made. He has I roller thought he was going to get a there. baseball bat made. I'm yes. like, he's a baseball kid. You'd go to the blacksmith he should have and get a bat used made. the baseball
1: bat in jousting. Exactly. So he just rides and he stands up on the horse and he just fucking swings the baseball bat as he goes past. Genius. Using his skills. Exactly. That teaches you how to play baseball. That would also be On fun. a horse. Um... And then at another point, when he's trying to stay on the horse, he pulls super glue out
0: and glues himself to the horse. Yeah. No, to the saddle. Yeah, to the saddle. He glues his pants to the saddle. Yeah. Does at, that work? I forget. Uh, it keeps the saddle onto his onto his pants, but the saddle doesn't stay on the horse. Mm. Now, how did we get from him to sort of being around
1: and he's starting to crack on to the other princess uh-huh, the who's princess. liking him? And they're doing a bit of flirty flirty. She tells him about the Ghost of Merlin or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he builds roll blades for her. Just your classic. Uh, That's that's classic rom com. Classic me cute moves. Um, At a certain point, he starts getting trained to do jousting and stuff.
0: Uh, Ah, yeah. It's decided after he wins the duel on the first night that he's a military genius. He will be now trained as a knight in King Arthur's court. Okay. And then we go to training and
1: that is when we finally meet dc dc swans DC! on the screen with DC! his first of what i believe are going to be quite a few terrible haircuts i hope i hope quite a few i know haircuts. we've got another couple coming at least <laughs> i think elizabeth is a particularly first bad bond. one um so he's got a terrible haircut and he's he's a good character
0: he's a good character they call him the professor for a lot of the film, for for some reason. We don't know why. Um, but he is the coach of the knights mm. of Camelot. He teaches both both princesses to be um, defending themselves. Mm-hmm. And he then teaches our, our eponymous yeah. hero.
1: Now, this is something else you could have had where you sort of established the way in which... His baseball coach is kind of a bad coach and isn't sort of teaching when he needs to learn. But then Daniel Craig is the good kind of coach that sort of makes him believe in himself. The other, I mean, obviously, it's like, it's kind of silly to talk about because nothing works and who cares? But if we were <laughs> to talk about it, the other thing that kind of doesn't work is... The, ki- the kid... Does he have parents? Is that ever mentioned?
0: Yeah, they're at the baseball match. Yeah, but he, he never even... No, he doesn't talk to them. He talks to his the, little sister.
1: The other thing that's lacking is... I mean, obviously, he wants to get back for obvious reasons, but as anyone would, but why does he want to get back? Like, no. It's not established that, oh, I've got to get back to
0: blah, 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 or... He just wants to go home. Just want to go...
1: Want to go yeah. And yeah. Then kind he then not like go a, home
0: for a reason. Yeah. And, and when he gets he home, to, like, apparently he time travels as well. Like more, he, yeah, he goes back to before. Like he just wakes earthquake. up. Earthquake. He wakes up on the bench at the end, which means the whole thing could have been a dream. Could have been. In which case he well, dreamt.
1: Well, there's a, there's a way in which it couldn't have been for. No, it could it have been. Could have been a dream. That, that's the only thing that makes sense of the last scene.
0: Yeah, it could have been a dream. We'll get back to that. We will. We will. We will eventually reach that point. DC. But he doesn't um you know, <laughs> you set up Oh I'm
1: always prepared, he's got some sort of tension, he's got he's doing some like something going on with his family or whatever, so the whole movie's like I've got to get back to blah blah blah. But he can only get back when he's learnt the lesson he needs to learn. Like that's how the yes. story. that's how these stories go. But his his Where reason for not being able to go
0: back is because Merlin has brought him here to save Camelot. Merlin's well, like, No, you
1: gotta save Because King
0: Arthur's old now and he's no good. Yeah. And, and Count Tabasco's
1: gonna Takeover. Um, we go to training. DC is there. And he's a bloke who's good at fighting and everything. But he's not a lord or a nobleman. So he's, he's just... Not
0: a, yeah, he's fighting. not allowed to be a knight because he's not a nobleman.
1: And he, so he can't compete in the tournament to get to marry one of the princesses, Kate mm-hmm. Winslet. Uh, but he's obviously like a noble guy and nice. and good he's, a, he's just a regular nice guy. And so he and the princess are training... The kid for like pretty like nebulous reasons. Like I wasn't really sure. Like is he? Yeah, it's not stated
0: that he's gonna go. Is he gonna be in the,
1: the tournament? There's no. like there's no war. There's no battle coming up. No. There's a tournament, but no one ever says he's gonna be in it. It's just sort of sort of rolls. So you on. just train. You 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 got to train just, to be a knight.
0: You you. He's got the word knight written on his it's shirt.
1: Olden days, so you do training. Exactly. Um, That's what everybody did. And Daniel Craig doing a great job. Great job. You can see. I wonder.
0: Like he can't have been that excited to do this. I reckon you would be though. A Disney movie, you're like, sweet. I've been hired by Disney. I'm set.
1: I guess. Yeah, maybe back then were these were these movies more uh, were
0: these movies a bigger deal? They made they made a lot of these movies, like like Mike, heaps of these movies. Because this movie, like, no one cared about. Well, it would have been on Disney Channel a few times, I'm sure. Uh, Yeah, but it was universally panned. By adults, <gasps> by adults, Isaac. Yes, I just looked at a thing on the internet. Wow, a
1: sequel to a kid in King Arthur's Court, titled "A Kid in Aladdin's Palace," <laughs> was released in 1998 as a director video with Nicholas reprising his role as Calvin Fuller. Oh,
0: I want to see where the. Well, I want to see where he goes. To uh, yeah. I can't. Yeah, I kind of don't want to watch it. A I kid kind of in Aladdin Aladdin's palace. But yeah. see, for most of this film, everything that Nicholas did was just like, yeah, you're just basically being Aladdin from the animated version of Aladdin. Because yeah, he sounds not. like him.
1: Well, he's just being miscellaneous Disney child. Isn't yeah, he? and he's really he's, he's not he's not doing a lot, is he? Like yeah. bless him,
0: he's not given a lot. He's not given Yet a lot. Doesn't he's, he's not given not a lot because he probably couldn't do a lot. Maybe. You know they've yeah. given him. Yep, you can say this. Yeah. And you can say this as though you're enjoying yourself saying it. Mm. And when he says certain things, like um, you, you're going to nail him, like all these sort of like '90s phrases that a child may have said in the '90s, mm. he does them quite believably. Like he does it. Yeah, that sounds like you would say that. Just but doesn't have we a know behind it. It's fucking bullshit. Mm. Yeah. No, like even a kid who says that in their regular life would not say that if you went back in time to the me- to medieval times i like when you stop talking like that
1: he is making the princess cheese a cheeseburger a big mac yeah a big mac he calls it yeah and one of the better bits of editing where she like she has to have her eyes closed the whole time while he makes it in front of her uh-huh. instead of like making it somewhere else and then um, she goes to look she's like oh i'm excited to find out what this thing is and he he walks up really close to her and says, no, close your eyes he goes patience and then it directly cuts to him then walking back into the room <laughs> holding the burgers, like, with a chef's hat on—a really, yeah. really disgustingly dirty so chef's hat. It's a direct cut from him close to the camera to him out of the room walking back into kind of the same spot, but now holding <laughs> the burgers. So that's when I started to think, okay, so the the editing is—I mean, I mean, I'm no expert. There are certain but parts I know of the it film I as well
0: it. where you can tell that. Originally it would have been written to have scenes take place here between adult characters where they can talk about stuff and they are just forgotten about.
1: You d- yeah,
0: yeah. Just like let's move on with our lives.
1: That's what I was going to say. The thing that isn't really working apart from everything is his um you know, he's got no we don't know anything really about his life back home mm-hmm. that he wants to get back to. But then he has different kind of sort of father figure relationships with king arthur and with daniel craig and i think those two characters sort of detract from each other by splitting him between them like who is he looking up to is daniel craig more a big brother type character and king arthur's the the king he need he, be it be something needs he needs to,
0: to be like stick with one of them
1: yeah or he yeah. needs to be like really disillusioned with king arthur Maybe he always liked King Arthur because he knew about him as a child and then he meets the real thing and he's really disappointing because he's so old and decrepit. So then when King Arthur comes good and picks up the sword and does the rescue, then, (gasps) oh yeah, he's back and everything.
0: Wow, it's like he knows how to use a sword to block.
1: Yeah, the sword fighting wasn't The one sword fight in the whole film um, was terrible. Again, I think editing could have sharpened it up a lot as could well. have it
0: was very swing goosh oh, swing goosh but you don't oh, even get to see any of the swings swing. you just see block clang block but <laughs> the clangs are clearly like a big ass mallet of some kind hitting a railroad like it doesn't it doesn't sound like a sword mm. from any film
1: they did there's a scene where he's learning archery And he accidentally fires an arrow up through a window of the castle. And there's like the Wilhelm scream of cats. (laughs) You remember that that cat? (laughs) Like if you just Googled cat yowl, that's (laughs) That's the cat cat yowl that you've heard a million times. But I like that he fires
0: it through the same window that he previously threw an axe out of. Yeah, I got confused by that. I was like, isn't Daniel Craig is in there? (laughs) You're going to shoot Daniel Craig. Um, Which would be sad. It would be sad. Uh, uh, so he moves on. we we find out for sure that um Rasputin is actually the bad guy, um and he wants to take the kingdom for himself and wants to marry the princess because he'll become king then. Um and he's one of the reasons. Which
1: everyone would want.
0: To become king. Yeah. Um But it's he's portrayed as being bad for wanting it. Oh yeah, he's bad because he's too old for her. Just he's he's too like Jafar. And he's um, been uh, basically treating the people like shit behind the king's back. And now the people hate Mm -hmm. the king because they think that he's been acting on the king's orders.
1: That's the other thing we were missing. We never saw the people.
0: We didn't see much of the people.
1: We got to see the blacksmith. Because that's what's at stake with King Arthur being shit, is the people suffering. It is the people.
0: Um, Which is all made up for by a nice little speech by King Arthur at the end. So that's great.
1: Yeah, I guess, kind of.
0: That's real great.
1: So then Jafar kidnaps not Kate Winslet.
0: Kidnaps the younger princess, yes, and in a takes ploy her to, to what? in a ploy to force Kate Winslet to marry him, okay. or he will kill her sister. Okay, well, that's a villainous ploy.
1: That is, that that is a villainous ploy. Mm-hmm. Now he's really starting to emerge as more of a bad guy. Yeah,
0: and so that's, that's when our kid and King Arthur decide to pretend to be homeless people. Sneak out of the palace, mm-hmm. ride across the country to this other guy's castle, mm-hmm. sneak in. It takes them a long time to get there. It does. They it get a nice like a couple of scenes ride. together.
1: They, 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 that's when they run along and the kid is like, you know, I always used to think that I needed to find a sword in a, in a stone to be a special To be a hero. A hero. <laughs> but, but I
0: don't. That's, that's, what, that's exactly he what he says, says. but I don't need to. Ah, oh.
1: With so, so many pauses. Cool. Like, I thought I needed to find a sword in a stone. But you know what? I don't. King Arthur just looks at him and nods. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, filmmaking, you You know? You don't need to. (laughs) And I saw that and I
0: thought, did you? (laughs) Yeah, he always thought. How? have you never mentioned that. No, but he always thought, though. This is is him mentioning that he always thought. Yeah. I never said
1: I said. I said I thought. (laughs) So if I thought it, how would you know? Because you can only see what I say.
0: That's how these films that's work. That's what
1: film is. This isn't a book where you see thoughts.
0: <laughs> this is a film where you see sayings. People have to tell you everything you're thinking. Yeah. That's so, how it works. That's how life works. That's Think another about thing stuff. that Think would have been a
1: great character arc. But just, it's just could have been. Of, could have been great. Could have been great. It's just sort of stuck in in random little bits. Yeah. Uh, so, Daniel Craig kind of disappears from the movie for a long time. Oh,
0: so basically Daniel Craig disappears during one of the training sequences in which he, the kid is in the forest with the girl. They're doing a bit more archery or something or jousting. Mm-hmm. And it's jousting. He's learning how to joust. And Kate Winslet rides in with Daniel Craig in the distance in like hidden by some trees. They make out for a little bit. It's a very awkward kiss. It does not look oh. natural at all and very uncomfortable for I both think of them. Maybe they're like... they're.
1: They're too attractive, so they actually can't make out, exactly. because there's too much power it could in be what it is. I think situation. it's because they're both on
0: horses, and both have never ridden horses before. And both the so horses are slightly across, walking away from the other one. lean across and kiss each other, it's just very awkward for both of them. Yeah. And then the, do- the younger... That would be really hard to kiss someone on another horse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then the younger girl says, avert your eyes, you're not supposed to see that. So she obviously knows that her really? older sister loves DC.
1: Doing it in a forest right next to where they are yeah. then.
0: Yeah. Get off your horse at least. And then we don't see Daniel Craig for a long a long while.
1: Yeah. I, I wasn't sure what his role was meant to be in the
0: movie, because there's no arc. I think they, they he's written as like being a nice mentor for the kid, but you don't get that. He, he, he never just become he, we'd call him a friend of the kid. As much so as like the blacksmith is a friend of the kid, because the kid just mm. brings the blacksmith drawings and says, make this. And the blacksmith's like, hell yeah, I'll make this. It's going to be shit, and your bike's going to break the first time it crashes. But I'll make it for you, out of timber.
1: Might have been cool if he was also the blacksmith.
0: Yeah, it would have been cool. Sort of give him more to do in the story, and sort of establish him.
1: Or, well, the
0: blacksmith like- did make all of the weapons, so it just goes to, sh- it goes to be smart that a blacksmith would also know how to use said weapons yeah. and could then teach people to use said weapons. And it'd be
1: more kind of like Gendry from Game of Thrones. Exactly.
0: Who is fantastic. And
1: that would be good as well because I feel like their age difference makes it a bit difficult for them to relate. I think if Daniel Craig's character was younger to the kid,
0: he's like an older teenager. You'd, you'd see a like a brother a brother yeah. figure. Because I feel like the four of them are meant to be similar ages. But Daniel Craig is 35.
1: Daniel Craig is about 35. And the kid is... How old is Daniel Craig now? A kid.
0: uh, Like 55 or something. Jesus. We are old people. He'd be nearly 60.
1: He's... He is... Oh, sorry. 52. 52? Yeah. Okay. So, I feel like the two sisters are meant to be quite similar in age. They definitely didn't look very different. Mm. And Daniel Craig is with Kate Winslet. But he can't... He's so different... To the son, to the kid, he should have a more father son relationship. But then that kind of throws it off kilter with the two sisters that they're being both sisters. kind of dating. Yeah, so um, that also
0: just doesn't really work out. Um, it doesn't, and it's not mentioned much. No, it's I mean, it just doesn't matter. Mentioned towards the end. Yeah. So the kid and King Arthur rescue the daughter from yeah. who, from despite the clutches. being
1: great at archery and everything, is really scared of a rat. When they get there. There's a rat in her cell. She's standing in the corner being a scared lady.
0: Um, like yeah. in olden day films. Yeah. People were and scared of... Like, well, Hell. rats carried the plague. Maybe this well, takes place yeah. just after the plague. True. And she's like, oh shit, it's back. Yeah. So rats it's then back again. were like cruise ships now.
1: Mm. Basically exactly. the same.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We don't talk about plagues on this podcast, though. So. No. um Plague free zone. Kid rescues girlfriend, along with elderly father, for some reason. Um, and they make their way back. Elderly father decides to knight, kid, mm-hmm. in a forest. He says, this is as good a place as any. Yeah. Kneel before me. Because he demonstrated his worth by having a Swiss army knife. Mm-hmm. And, and not needing. And the king repeats the words, you don't need to pull a sword out of a stone to be a hero. Yeah, well,
1: that's, that's, and then yeah. he
0: knights him. You know, I dub thee Kelvin of... Wherever you're from, bruh. See. <laughs> <laughs> and then they make their way back to the, the
1: thing t- is <laughs> the sword is never in the stone. The sword, no, it's is...
0: already been taken out of the stone. I know, King Arthur took it out of the stone. I know that.
1: I know that. Now it's just the leaning is in a like shelf, awkwardly resting against the wall, <laughs> like perpendicularly.
0: <laughs> Like, just It's a, not in... It's not on a In whole, a hallway.
1: It's just resting, like, yeah. point down. Like, resting on the point. Like, who leaves a sword like that?
0: Oh, it's on its hilt.
1: It's not even, like, in a thing. Um, <laughs> just the fact that the sword never got pulled out of a stone in the movie just made it a weird thing for them to keep referring to. Well, I think you it's just because did.
0: everybody knows, and they assume that everybody knows. Yeah, I don't think they should I be guess. assuming anything, because it's a children's movie. No. And what
1: I would do is I would have... Because that, that doesn't happen in this movie because it was a long time ago. Because now, my thing
0: on it is King Arthur is old now. you have a so flashback to Arthur, young King Arthur, played by Daniel Craig. Or
1: King Arthur monologue, where he talks about when he pulled the sword out of the stone and how everyone thought he was a hero. With then. a flashback. But then the years go by and your hero. Uh, you know your image fades, and you have to find a way to keep keeping the all people. All of your knights day. perish. All of your knights perish. Did, did, did. Oh, that'd be great.
0: It would be great. Also, another thing about the about the film: on the night he arrived uh, at the at the at the feast, when he got mm-hmm. to sit down next to the royal family, mm-hmm. he turns to King Arthur and says, "King Arthur, where's the round table? You know, the one you set up with all your knights, so you're all at the same. Like no one's at the head of the table; you're mm-hmm. all equal." King Arthur then says. All equal. <laughs> that's a nice thought. And then two scenes later, they find the round table that yeah. he used to sit at with all of his knights.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what? Who gives a shit?
0: Ah, Apparently not the people who made the, this film. So. I think
1: that's the attitude. <laughs> to.
0: to uh, so yeah, they rescue the princess. Come back. He's he been knighted. The tournament has taken place.
1: And that's when it really felt like the film was over and there were 20 minutes left. So then they do the tournament... And it's jousting. So Jafar's the, there. The
0: best five minutes of the film take place while they're jousting because yeah. no words are spoken. Mm. It's just horse riding and people getting hit. It goes for a really long time. And it go, they show you the full and tournament. It looks good. And it's it's well done. Those people... Are actually falling off horses. Yeah, it must
1: have been a new, a new editor
0: on that day. because they, <laughs> they, they That's really stock it. footage from an actual like medieval festival somewhere yeah, they just where
1: They just went to a renaissance <laughs> fair and just filmed it um but king arthur gets his mojo back and he's just walking around with excalibur just out all the time he does not have a
0: sheath for it like there is no scabbard for this sword he just holds
1: it he is just talking to people generally holding excalibur (laughs) out the whole time like backwards or down he's just it up here's what we're doing is (laughs) things is different now hello everyone it's me arthur from before
0: i know that i let you down I... I know that I became a rich guy and decided I will eat all the food, get fat, How let my friends down. How was he
1: letting die. them down though? I really wasn't clear on that. Because
0: though. his his friend Wormwood or whatever his got, whatever his face is has been treating the people like shit and stealing all of their food and all of their money, and taxes. What obviously what um, sheriff of Nottingham. So he's just d- been taxing kind the people of absent. Yeah, he's just been but letting why? this happen because he's old and decrepit, and maybe depressed because all of his friends are dead.
1: Yeah, the kind of, that's what would have been explained in our half-hour monologue. Monologue oh.
0: and um, flashback. Yes. Well, I mean, exactly. Where well, he's played by Clive Owen. Ooh, no,
1: no. Yes, yes. No, yes.
0: That's the one role Clive Owen is allowed to play: King Arthur, King young Arthur. King Arthur. Yes, Clive Owen would make a better Lancelot than King Arthur. Okay, that then. Yeah. Who's young King Arthur then? Oh, I don't know. From the nineties, you have to cast at that time. No. Okay, Piers Brosnan from the nineties. <laughs> oh God, no. I know, but they they would have chosen no. Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> too, too, too he was felt. He was Bond at the time. Was he Bond at the time? He was definitely he was Bond at the time. About to be, if not, then he was
1: ninety-five. Yeah. Yeah,
0: he would have been. He would have been their choice for a young King Arthur. You know who would get cast as
1: me now, and everyone would be like, oh, interesting choice. But then the film will come out, and everyone would be like, yeah, I guess, and never talk about it again. Tom yeah. Hardy.
0: <laughs> as King Arthur? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And then we'd be like, oh, different. Short. <laughs> 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 Buff, and, man. Yeah,
1: and I'd get excited. I'd be like, oh, yeah, Tom Hardy, again, brilliant. And then you'd and see then, it, and you'd be like, oh, yeah. Well, the King Arthur. Because he's don't... someone else who's never he got specific niches, and he never
0: quite. Breaks out. He goes just 5% to the wrong side of it. (laughs) Every time. Um, The King Arthur film from like three years ago. Guy Ritchie's version of King Arthur. Oh God, yeah. It could have been great. Yeah. Just wasn't. Yeah. And like they chose Charlie Hunnam. Actually, Charlie Hunnam is good. Charlie Hunnam Hunnam is good. I like me some Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, Charlie Hunnam's good. But like, there wasn't a good film. No. Jude Law was in that movie. Jude Law. Young King Arthur. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he was around at this time, yeah. starting out, young King Arthur. Bam, yeah. backstory, bam. He
1: does good young everyone. You're yeah. welcome,
0: Disney. Young Pope. Young Dumbledore. Young... Merlin. Watson. Jesus. Sherlock Holmes. Watson. Yeah. yeah.
1: young he, Anyone who were used to being older, but then now younger.
0: Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. That's the Jude law found his niche <laughs> young people <laughs> yeah, young people who we
1: like wouldn't be shocked <laughs> if they were old. It's hard to find,
0: but once you find it, you find it.
1: King Arthur then says, now. Now it's all brilliant. Anyone can be in the tournament. It's not just noble people. So Daniel Craig can't believe his bloody life. So the
0: only person who chooses to join up out of the hundreds of people that are there and could possibly become king one day because they win this tournament. Yeah. Daniel Craig is the only one who's like, I'm all do it. If you win this, you get to be king, (laughs) which is insane by
1: marrying the princess anyway. Uh, but yeah, no one else is interested apparently. Daniel Craig is right yeah there.
0: He's got a horse. He's smashy, got his arm smash Smashy,
1: smashy, smashy, smashy. You never believe it. Jafar and Daniel Craig are the only ones left. So then they've got to do it.
0: You wouldn't believe it because Jafar has spent the whole film not being a butch character and not being like a sporty guy and wanting to avoid actually getting involved in anything. Yeah. Yeah, he's super good at jousting. Yeah.
1: Well, I guess he's kind of been driven to this by his other ploys not working. Failing, yeah. And he's super good at jousting. Don't know why way... he hasn't just assassinated the king or something I like, is it? Like, well, like, like def- stealing the other daughter to try and convince that like it's too
0: much, it's too much. There's a lot of weird stuff. Just kill everyone. I like or something. his way of cheating though. In the joust, is With to the... put a little gem on on the front of your helmet, yeah, no, that's not and bad. then aim it perfectly into the sun so that you can make that beam of light go down your enemy's eye sockets.
1: Yeah, if you like, I shall joust. But only at two fifteen PM. <laughs> and
0: I have to well, enter from this end I of enter the from field this end. all the time.
1: I that's
0: one of my rules. <laughs> if you want me to joust, I'll joust. I joust once a day. There's a five minute 2:15. session between each one where someone's literally <laughs> clicking the the beads so <laughs> it's facing the correct way. <laughs>
1: uh, but that's an okay That's idea. an okay he's cheating. Um and get, he you get shines it shines in Daniel Craig's face and he smashes Daniel Craig. Yeah. Daniel Craig technically doesn't fall off his horse. Mm-hmm. They so they're like no he's still in and they take him around the back and then we get our first slapstick Craig
0: yeah, we do we do we do. We get it's some great. comedy Craig
1: mm-hmm. which we get more of in the future and I was very excited to see and he does a great job he does a, a good job dazed. And he a little bit off the top but keep the side back and then he falls he over, over. so we start to see the hints of the physical comedy Daniel Craig which <laughs> I think he loves to do but he always has to hold it back because he's got such a serious sexy face he does now, correct me if I'm wrong, but the fact that he cannot get back on that horse means Jafar won. Technically. Fair and yes. square. Like
0: 100%. Well, not fair and square because he cheated. Yeah, but he cheatedly won. He cheatedly 100%. won. 100%. Yeah. But instead, in his stead, our child... Who it has not been established as any good at jousting. He's just had one lesson. He gets in, but
1: he's... So, oh, He's,
0: He's small Smaller than the suit of armour So Jafar smashes off the head of armour But his head isn't in it And everyone is terrified of the headless horseman arriving Fair enough People Yet the headless horseman back rides back to the end Perfectly calm and gets ready for the next one And everyone's like I'll allow it He wins
1: He knocks Jafar off And then it's revealed who he is And the king goes Ah you have what?" No he hasn't <laughs> By any rules, no, but he, hasn't he, he won. beat the last guy, yeah. But you have to beat all of them. <laughs> Jafar's been there all day, he's sweating buckets, he's yeah. very tired. He, you, you just pretended to be Daniel Craig and <laughs> won the last round. And no one's everyone's
0: like, Yeah, well, fair, well, well I sorry. think it's just because everybody hates Jafar. He says
1: to Count Tabasco,
0: Well, you've lost
1: clearly, and he's like, mm. What the fuck are you talking about?
0: And um, so they all say they're, they're in unison, fuck you, Jafar. And the kid's like, look, I don't, I don't know. And, like, Jafar comes to kill the kid then, pulls him off the horse. And then the Black Knight rides in to save the day. Dun, 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 and he basically, well, basically
1: just kind of, like, rides up to Jafar. It looks really cool. It is pretty, it has got badass. lots of weird, he's got a cool costume flying all over the place. And Jafar like, falls back. His into his own tent. The tent collapses. Everyone's laughing. Well, it it's, is hilarious. It is To hilarious. fall into
0: one's own tent. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How embarrassing. Oh,
1: oh, oh. Um, um, <laughs> what do you say? What?
0: Pardon? No. there's a phrase. Never mind. To fall into one's own tent. <laughs> to fall
1: into, into Twan's
0: own <laughs> tent. In, in Twan's own tent. Ah, um,
1: embarrassing. <laughs> but then it's revealed that that's Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet
0: everyone's is the Black Knight? My everyone's God. Everyone's mind is blown. She's um, been stealing from her dad to feed yeah. the poor.
1: Has she? Is that what she was doing with it? Yep. Is that Because there's a
0: scene in the middle of the film where the Black Knight is giving food to the oh. to the needy and is the king I... gets to see it and the dude's like, wow, he's on our side. Is that when I went to the bathroom? Yes, okay, that is cool. when you went to the bathroom. <sighs> um, then, so then Daniel Craig gets to be with Kate Winslet and it's all happy ever after. Yep. And then, and then the king goes, "What would you like for saving my kingdom?" To the kid, and the kid goes, "I just want to go home." Yeah, and he does go home. Yeah, bye. and but the way he goes home, right? So he left it's through the, the most dugout,
1: terrifying thing ever. He
0: leaves through the dugout at the baseball match and ends up falling from the sky yeah. into the thing. Yet he goes back through the well, through the well, yeah, and winds up back in the dugout. Yeah, what's your problem? Would the portal not be in the same place on both sides? Um, Should he not have come out of the well first time? I know honest. it's less exciting than falling from the sky from a shitty CGI portal <laughs> onto a horse.
1: That was some bad CGI, wasn't it? Remember when the axes fly?
0: The air? <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. Um, so the kid comes back down to the well in the basement where Merlin's face comes up again and says, Mate. You did a good job. Ghost of it's only right that I hold up my end of the deal, and I send you yeah, home. Yeah, what deal? Are you? Well, the deal was that there he was saved no the deal. Kingdom. He just abducted
1: him and yeah, said,
0: "Right, you're here now. You got to save the kingdom. Save the kingdom, deal, and I'll like, send you home."
1: What is that? Like, yes, use yeah. what's in your backpack.
0: Yeah, and never change your clothes. No, don't. You can't. They're not going to get dirty, even when you go swimming twice.
1: They were pristine white trousers the entire <laughs> the time, the whole time, because baseball.
0: Uh, and so to get
1: home Merlin's like brilliant just jump in here and his face disappears and he's just a jump into the well which into would a be big ass hole but he just does this kind of sort of schmaltzy smile like, like huh, well the, them's the breaks when you, you duh, duh, duh. and he just I jumps in I
0: guess magic I guess magic exactly <laughs> and he shucks. he just takes that leap of faith off the he, side of the Empire State into up this well the
1: they're like okay quick come out here and do
0: baseball again so he's time travelled like three minutes back just before he got knocked out at the first one. And this is when all the morals and the themes and lessons of the film all come together. He comes in and he hits a home run off the first pitch. Oh. And it's and just glory. And the glory. has
1: Excalibur written
0: on it. Ooh, he's been wielding Excalibur this whole time. And he never even knew. He didn't even have to take that out of a rock. No. He just got it off of the fence. Yeah. My God. You don't have to. Runs yeah. the home. He runs home all the way gets there everyone's cheering this is the first time this kid's ever done anything great and the chick in front of him who's part of his team takes her helmet off what? It's the princess? And
1: King Arthur is sitting in the stands Yeah whittling a stick with a Swiss army knife which he gave him earlier in the story and that's the end (laughs) and I have no
0: idea what that So what I'm gonna what I'm gonna believe or implies is that the whole thing is a dream. Okay. The whole film's a dream. He fell asleep in the dugout before he even got called to go bat. Fell asleep, dreamed of the teammate he obviously has a crush on. Oh. And her grandfather who comes to the matches all the time and whittles things with this with Swiss assignment knife. Has a dream. Wakes up. Hits the ball real great. Smiles at the chick. Looks at the grandfather. Dream. You know what? That could be true because...
1: Mark Twain based his story on a dream he had, where Mark Twain dreamed he was in medieval times and had all this clunky armor on, and on the basis of this, that so that was his inspiration for the story. So maybe actually
0: they they've are, done that
1: on purpose. They are weaving this wonderful film in with great literature by teaching kids by to read, those, teaching kids that sometimes if you have a dream, it will like in a very roundabout sort of convoluted way. Like teach you something weekly.
0: Each week? No with an A. Oh, okay. So okay. Like gently teach. Like tepidly. <laughs> like you 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 learn a little bit. Like you learn. Like like, it's, it, like, it sort like of you, nudges you in the right like way. You like you like, figure mm. out the lesson and then you're like, oh, yeah, I guess. Oh, it's something touched my shoulder, I should do this. I've
1: been oh, <laughs> I've been nudged. Ooh. Oh, I feel like I've just been nudged in a certain direction. <laughs> Is it good?
0: I don't know. Is this how people lose their mind? Is Daniel Craig's second movie. Uh, yep. He does great. See, Daniel Craig does great. Absolutely. He's not given much, nothing but nobody's wrong. given much. No. Yet he and Kate Winslet are the show He
1: manages to get out of it without anything terrible to say.
0: He has no terrible dialogue. No, yeah, yeah. There's
1: nothing. And you could.
0: Ah, except the scene with him and Kate Winslet. Like their their oh, one the, the profession of love scene, not the horse kiss, but like oh. they have a conversation. Did I miss that dialogue you did? Okay. Dialogue in that film in that scene is
1: terrible. Nah.
0: The yeah. SNL sketch scene. Okay. Yeah. But. But no. for the most part, good on him. Good on DC. him for go. Man, he's still, stepping up, still doing. Great. I'm there, and they get better as they go, right? He.
1: <sighs> one would hope so. And why I'll be sad if we've hit the low point already.
0: Like if we look back yeah. and say this
1: was the worst one, that'll be a little bit disappointing. But um, I'm
0: glad that the worst one's not the first one. Yeah, that would because we been... know that this is worse than the first
1: one. Yeah. So on our for those who are unaware, we've got our Daniel Craig rating system where yep. you can only compare comparing Craig to Craig, another name for the podcast, nice. where
0: Craig to Craig, Craig to, <laughs> cradle to Craig, <laughs> like Craig Craig versus Craig. Instead of Kramer versus Kramer, it'll okay. be Craig versus Craig. Yeah, kind of works. It does. Craiga versus Craiga. Yep. Okay. Um,
1: <laughs> so we're not rating them out of ten or anything like that. We just rank them in terms of Daniel Craig movies. Yes. We only have two on the board: The Power of One and A Kid in King Arthur's Court. Isaac, where do you put A Kid in King Arthur's Court? Do you put it above The Power of One? You know, the sort of. Powerful yet limited to sort of white savioury, just story of apartheid, or below it?
0: I'm going to put it below mm-hmm. the power of one. I uh, am yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. That's not surprising, really, Sam. So now this
1: is the worst movie Daniel Craig has ever been in. Mm-hmm. And this is the worst one,
0: Daniel Craig movie we've ever seen. And the parent one is the best Daniel that Daniel we Daniel have movie. ever seen. We've ever seen.
1: Okay, I think we've said everything we need to say about... I don't want to
0: say more is about this. Is it okay this? if we <laughs> never
1: think we'll talk about it ever again? <laughs> I'm happy to do that. Do you want to watch A Kid in Aladdin's Palace?
0: Uh, I do, but I also don't. It doesn't even
1: have a Wikipedia page. Ooh, which isn't a good sign, is it? It's not. But I want to know if that bloke is in it. They should recast that guy playing Jafar. Oh, Just
0: same again. Because perf- he'd be a perfect Jafar. He'd be the perfect Jafar.
1: Um... Yeah. Good chat. Disappointing even by the relaxed standards of live-action children's entertainment, A Kid in King Arthur's Court stands as a rare
0: near total misfire for the Disney. <laughs> a rare. What are the what are the were there any good notes? The Buffalo News liked it. Oh, sweet.
1: They called it a must-see for the whole family, exclamation mark. Oh, upstate New York loved this film. Yeah, I guess. Cool. But it's not even set there. No. But it's got, you know, it's got baseball in it and stuff. Yeah. See, they, you'd make it so much more appealing by... They need, they need stuff like... You need... He doesn't bring... he They don't teach him anything, and he doesn't teach them
0: anything. He, he needs gives to, them a Swiss army knife.
1: yeah. He needs to bring aspects of modern-day American culture into their world in ways that... and
0: That th- benefits their world, in in ways not just that elevates shows them, it every now and then.
1: Yeah, and sort of undermines the sort of tenets of feudalism and different kinds of oppression that are going on. Not just showing them rollerblades and a Swiss army knife. And a And bike. they need to teach them something about honour and chivalry and aspects of their culture that have been lost in modern-day industrialised America. <laughs> that's what you need just little bits just little bits but they didn't instead they just he just does rollerblading
0: for 30 seconds for uh, well it it's not even like... a scene it's he goes I want none to of them are these. even scenes <laughs> it's okay we've okay. talked about it we're gonna stop talking we about it we can stop talking about it now
1: um thanks for listening everybody
0: um from the bottom of our heart yeah uh don't watch it don't uh if, if you've listened to this podcast, even for fun, why? Yeah, well done.
1: It, well, no, they are on the Daniel Craig journey, Isaac. That is That's the conceit of this podcast. People but are going to buy in and they're going to want to know the whole journey. They don't want any gaps in their, in their Craigography.
0: If which, someone were to choose to avoid one of these episodes, I would hope it was this one.
1: Well, we don't know yet. There could be some shockers coming. <laughs> We don't know what obsession is like, and we may never know. So, anyone out there, if you have any access to the film "Obsession" starring Daniel Craig, please let us know. It's from nineteen ninety-seven, and it sounds That's all fantastic. I know. Um, two men become entangled in a torrid love affair with the same woman. So, <laughs> sounds pretty steamy. Uh, is so, one of the
0: men Daniel Craig? Yes. Cool.
1: And the other one is
0: Charles Berling. Who did nothing.
1: Oh, no, he's probably done something. Probably wrote anyway, right and directed the film. Please help us out with Obsession. <laughs> uh, if we don't find that, our next episode is going to be Love and Rage.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: which I know nothing about and I'm not going to find out. Good. Uh, but we can rent it on YouTube, so we'll be fine. Uh, if you've been enjoying the podcast, you can follow us on Twitter at Exceptional Thieves or you could send us an email at exceptionalthieves at gmail.com. Uh, and you can like and leave a review of the podcast on iTunes or wherever else you're listening to it. That would make a really big difference, probably. Um, I and just recommend it to a friend. Recommend it to a fellow Craig head.
0: Yeah, maybe someone who knows Daniel Craig. Yes. That would be great, actually. If, or Daniel Craig. Or, like, if, if you know Daniel Craig. Like, just to continue that. Or if you are Daniel Craig. If if hey, you man. Are, hey. hey, man.
1: Listen. This obviously wasn't your fault, and you did great. You
0: did. You were,
1: man. You are entirely untarnished by this film. (laughs) In fact... You're the best thing in it, and Kate Winslet's in it. Think about that. And horses. She was in Titanic. You
0: weren't in Titanic.
1: No. Opportunity missed. (laughs) Hopefully they'll do a remake. Put your hand up. For the captain.
0: What a great
1: role. Three lines. Thanks for listening, everyone. (laughs) Bye.